Mr. Alex. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, you know, trying to raise these kids, young, <laughs> young kids. <laughs> hey, I got, I, up, I, I got another bad joke for you. Oh boy, here it goes. What is it? You ready? You ready? All right. I'm ready. I had a dream last night that I was a muffler. When I woke up, I was exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I like it. I like it. I love that joke. Episode four, guys, we get into it. It's a special one. It's a special one for us. We're talking about Alex's baby girl. She's here. She made it to the world. So we want to get on that topic. And then we also are going to be talking about, you know, just childbirth in general, you know, as an experience as a father and uh, a dad. So, uh, Alex, sorry again for the bad dad joke. I gotta say it though. Nah, listen, I, I love it. I love it. Keep 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 them coming. <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode, man. All right, buddy. Hello and welcome to our special episode four of the Five Dads Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Vince. We got. Uh, Tyler, Alex, and Keandre here today. We actually you subscribe. We actually write us five dads podcast at gmail.com. And we also started an Instagram page underscore five numeric five D A D S underscore again. That is our at. What is going on, guys? Going what on, up? What up? It's good. So, super special episode today. Super special episode. Because why? Because Alex, you just had your baby girl, man. Congrats. Congrats. Hey, buddy. I appreciate that. Appreciate yes, that. Sir. We were yes, talking sir. talking about it for a little bit, you know? Now it's finally here. Fire, fire. It's stupid. All right. So, so this episode is going to be a special episode. We're not going to do any of the struggles of the reeks. We're not going to do anything with our kids or uh, things our kids say. We're just going to go right into it. We're going to have two parts on this. This part, the first part is going to be about Alex and the whole process and them having a baby. And then the second part is going to be the childbirth. And we'll get into that a little later. So for the first part, Alex, got a question. The floor is yours. Can you explain what happened that got you to the hospital? The order of events. Go ahead and explain it all. Spill the beans. All right, man. So what well, actually uh, we got there in the morning, maybe about like 830 in the morning. Uh, it was kind of like so. She let me back up. She went a few days ago to her doctor, and he said, "Oh, you know, go to the doc, go to the hospital." Uh, you know, kind of, he kind of like he just said, "All right, just say that you have a bad headache, so that you can try to get admitted to the hospital." He wanted to get her in a week early because she was getting a little too big. So we went there, and you know, she she had the all the blood work done. They admitted her, and the doctor came in, made sure she was good, and um, you know, the kids were at my mom's house. You know, so everybody was good for the night. And, uh, yeah, man, so <clears throat> she was in, induced basically about, I would say about 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh, her labor went to about 10.57 p.m., which 10.57 p.m. was when my little baby girl, Maya, Maya Gonzalez, was born. Um, she was born at, uh, you know, <clears throat> 19 inches, 7.14 ounces. Uh, she was uh, a lot of hair, a lot of hair, a tiny little thing. You know, I have my two boys, and uh, when I saw her, I'm like, wow, I forget how tiny the babies are. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, so, you know, we waited about 10.57 at night, and um, she had the baby, and, and 
yeah, she's here. <laughs> How's your wife feeling? How's your wife feeling when real. you got there? I know. You know there. <laughs> no, uh, good. I mean, good. But when she was, uh, it was actually one of the easier births that uh, she had out of all three of them. Like she had PCSD from, you know, the the the, the last birth, which is like <laughs> about eleven months ago. Um, <laughs> you know, so so she had a little bit of PTSD, but it seemed like this this uh, the delivery and everything went really smooth. I mean, like three pushes and 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 the Maya was here. You know, so it was like sooner it happened, it was just it was quick. You know, they always say you know your second third child kind of you know comes out the fastest, and boy was that kind of kind of true. You know, but uh, yeah. she got there. My wife, you know, immediately got a little emotional, and you know, I was able to give her her. Uh, her little push gift, which was which was great, came on on time. I was stressing about that more than more than anything else. <laughs> the push gift, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, I got you, need, you need to come correct with that one, you know. So, so the push gift, like I got a nice little, uh, you know, necklace with, the, with all three uh, gemstones, birth, you know, birthstones of my kids and all their names on it. It's a nice little pendant, so that was nice, you know. Um, baby, yeah, came out, you know. I, I everything went really well. I mean, it couldn't couldn't have gone any better than you know, we wanted to. So, I mean, the next day, Amy was ready. She was ready to go home, man. She was so ready to go home. It was like, it was like she didn't even give birth. It was crazy. <laughs> well, wow. Now, now for the people who don't know, uh, who's listening in uh, for the induced process, process, can you explain that a little further? Yeah. So basically, um, now, mind you, going in, she, she was already about three centimeters, three centimeters uh, dilated. Mm-hmm. Um, now she's supposed to be, you know, ten at ten centimeters, the baby's basically ready to come out. Um, so when we got there, she was already about three centimeters. Um, we waited to about um, eleven o'clock in the morning, whatever. She got induced. Um, what the what it does, it, it basically forces your the woman's body to to like go into labor. You know what I mean? So you know, at that point, the, the doctor comes in and he'll 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 you know like manually uh, break the water. Uh, and at that point, I mean. The cervix tends to, to open to about ten centimeters, and at that point, uh, yeah, you uh, it could be you know thirty minutes, it can be hours, um, but once you reach that ten centimeters, then you're ready to uh, you know, you have enough room to basically give birth. You know. All right. Now, just in comparison from, you know, AJ, your first child, to to now, your 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 third. Is it like night and day of like feeling any like une- like uneasy about the process? Like, you know, nah, it's just... crazy. It's crazy because you know when AJ got her, you know that, that's that's our first. So when everybody have their first, it's like oh, you know, you're counting down the days. Oh, you know, you're looking at the apps. You're you're oh my my baby is a is a grapefruit today. You know what I mean? Like we we do all that and then we go all out. We the big baby showers, the big this, the big that, and then by the time you get to the third child, you're like oh. Uh, you know, we get some hand-me-downs from everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you don't feel you don't feel as anxiety. Like, with our second child, we had a little bit of anxiety. Um, there was just a lot changed. Plus, he had the, uh, the acid reflex going. So, he had that colic going on. So, he was just crying all day, all night. It was it was really hard. Um, now, <clears throat> so... Oh man, sorry, guys. By that, guys, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so by with the second kid, oh, sorry about that. I got it now. So the second kid, the second <laughs> kid, it was a little bit of a struggle. Um, like I said, the colleague, but with the third kid, um, it it was when 
it doesn't feel like we have another kid. It almost just feels supernatural. Now, I don't know if that's because, you know, we had a kid 11 months ago. That's because it's our third kid and we're kind of like, it's kind of like a normal. You never left the baby phase. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's very natural. I mean, the hardest thing I'm having a hard time with is actually changing my little baby girl (laughs) because I have two boys, you know, so (laughs) to, to have to try to, try to change a baby girl it, it's a it's a new thing it's a new thing but i'm getting used to it <laughs> you gotta wipe from front to back yes Bro, just no it, front. It, it, it's, it's a lot more a lot more wipes for me i'm, I'm using there, there's no obstacles to <laughs> man let me tell you it's, it's i don't know it's hard <laughs> no nah, but um yeah dude i mean every, and 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 when when AJ, when God, when she came home, AJ met her. He was in love, like instantly. He was like, "Oh, that's my little princess," you know what I mean? Like instantly, he was loving up on her. You know, Axel is—he's interested, but he's also kind of a jerk to her right now. You know, <laughs> but he's—he's oh, so. he's just like she'll be in her little swing and you know taking her nap, and he'll like walk up or crawl up to her swing and like kind of like hit her, like you know wants to play with her. He doesn't understand that you know mm-hmm. she's a baby; she's not able to play back, so. He tries to play with her. You know, he hits her a little too hard and she'll start crying. And we're like, oh, we got to move him away from her. And, you know, the first night, though, when, when she came over, he was crying. He was, when she was crying, he was up all night. You know, he was staring at her at the bassinet like, mom, what's going on? <laughs> he didn't understand it. <laughs> all right. All right. Tyler, Kiki, you got anything you want to jump in? Oh, yeah. I mean, you mentioned before that, uh, that you know, the difference between even when it comes to when it comes to changing your kids. Um, and you also mentioned her size, uh, Amaya, that is, uh, do you feel like you have to be like extra delicate, especially because you're a big dude, you know, for those of you who don't know, Alex is a pretty big dude, like swole all over, <laughs> you know? So, um, I'm just wondering, like, do you feel like you have to be extra delicate with her, especially cause she's so small and how does that affect what you do? Um, being delicate. No, I just feel like it, it It comes natural just me holding her around. Like I said, because I have a kid who's 11 months old. But I do feel myself when I, I'm a lot more, I guess I, I guess I guess I am more gentle with her. I'm holding her, but I'm a little bit more gentle with her. I, I hold her a lot. I'll tell you that much. I think a lot more about the kid, the, uh, the boys. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Still, still learning. She was born on the on the fifth, so we're still we're still. Adapting. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey man, listen. Side note: shouts out to my uh, my therapist, man. He had an appointment at the same time that she was going into the doctor, so I got my little uh, my pre talk in, so that was nice to there calm me down a little bit, you know. Calm me down to hype you up. <laughs> I guess it was a little bit of both. I guess you know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah, so, awesome. so the transition home and all that stuff was just, you know, uh, obviously for for AJ and Axel and stuff was still an adjustment. But for with you and Amy, your wife, was it you know smooth sailing, or is it still like some some kinks to work out? You know, it's a uh, smooth sailing, man. I mean, we're both here. I'm I'm blessed to be able to get the at least a month and month and a half off uh, to be here with her, so we're able to you know tag team everything. Um, you know, it's funny because I talked about, you know, doing their tubs tonight. We had to do all three of them. You know, I did Maya for the first time tonight because, you know, her belly button had fell off. You know, a little piece that, that from the bellicle cord that you, you snap, it mm-hmm. finally fell off. So you're able to, 
did a little bath with her. So, you know, I did the boys. She took care of, of Amaya, and we kind of banged it out. They're both, you know, three us to leave. Like it's it's just it came pretty pretty easy to us. I mean, it's it's no adjustment besides. I mean, not, not the difference besides, you know, her being a little little girl, and we have to remind the boys that she's our princess. You know, and we, <laughs> we can't beat her up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Watch when she get older. She's gonna start throwing right hooks at him. Let me tell you what. She, you know, she got some big ass, long ass fingers, bro. Let me tell you something. They say she gonna be tall, bro. She gonna be tall. Hey, I tell you right now, she will not be soft. No. For real, I tell she you that much. Will not be soft. I tell you that much. That's the truth. Give for her sure. a year. Give her a year or two. Just knowing your wife, you and the boys, absolutely right. not. Right, 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 bro. And especially they're all you know got the eleven month, and you got her like gonna go to school at the same exact, exact time. They go through elementary together, possibly high school. You know what I mean? Like they're oh, all sure. together. They got, they got each other back throughout their whole years. You know, I was gonna say for sure she got a bodyguard at all times. <laughs> That's it for sure. That's it. Uh, yeah, my three year old already a beast. Talking about he's like I don't know three and a half feet tall, eighty pounds. That kid a beast, bro. Baby Hulk. <laughs> Yo, for real. Come on, Hulk smash everything. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so this is a dad podcast, right? So I got to ask you a dad question, right? So uh, I know a lot of attention and stuff is given to Amy, rightfully so, uh, when it comes to, you know, the birth of your kids. But do you feel at any moment that you were putting like the background or anything like that when the delivery was happening? Because I know some dads may feel that, you know, they're just another person in the room while, like, the doctors and nurses are doing their thing. Did you nah. feel like that at all? No. Nah. The way I am, I like to, I don't like to be in the spotlight. I don't, I like to be in the background. Um, you know, that, I think, you know, giving birth to a child, you know, from a woman, you know, I guess, like, for them, it, it, it's it's a one of the most important things that they're going to, their body's going to go through. You know what I mean? That's, that's they they should, they should have all that attention. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean, I'll be kind of selfish if, if I'd be like, Oh, y'all give me attention. Like they can be like, what the hell you did last nine months? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, I like the fact that, you know, I like to be in the, and and kind of like in the shadows, you know what I'm saying? Let, let them do their thing. And, Kind of, you know, everything is about her. You know, I, I, I like that it is about her. You know, it should always be right. Right. Did they did they have you like uh, do any involvement? Let's say like like hold her leg or anything like that. Or like, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, our first one. I mean, she she just like dead weight with her legs. Like I had to hold it, and yeah, they, they have, I definitely had to do that. But for this one, it was, you know, like I said, it was so smooth sailing, and I was kind of just like, oh shit. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It's like if I, if I took a blink or two, I'll, you know that's just how mm-hmm. fast it happened. But um, nah, this time around, I mean, she the British, she was fine. I mean, like I said, it was three push, three pushers, and she was out. You know, so like, yo, you know, at this point, yeah. So yeah, man, everything was like I said was smooth. I couldn't, I could not have asked for you know a better delivery for my wife. You know, you as as a man, you know, you you think about your wife and, and giving childbirth. You think about, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I sit here and watch Lifetime movies and 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 the women who get pregnant and 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 you know they end up you know losing their life to give 
you know, because they gave birth or, you know, vice versa, something can happen. Like, in the back of my mind, that, that you know, with all three pregnancies, that, that play in my mind just because, like, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't know what to do without my wife, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm completely mm-hmm. lost. I wouldn't know how to raise a kid by myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, for me, that was that was big. So, that, that stress of my life is, you know, over at this point. Right. Right. Tyler, Keandre, got anything you want to say? Are you good? Well, what's the feeling like, right? What's the feeling like when, um, I mean, every time I've had a baby, they've given me the baby and you're just holding your baby girl. It's like the first time you are face to face with her. Kind of explain how that felt being a dad and having boys and then just seeing your baby girl and understanding like that's a little girl now Mm -hmm. and not a boy. Right. I mean, the boys, I, I wasn't emotional with her as soon as I looked at her. I was, I didn't cry nothing, but she almost broke me. She almost broke me, you know, but uh, <laughs> soon, as soon as I, you know, I laid eyes on her, she looked at me. It was just like, dude, I got to, I got to protect this girl. I got to do what I got to do to, you know, be successful and protect her and, 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 you know, be, you know, maybe her later years, make her be. Look for a guy who you know resembles me. You know what I'm saying? As a fact, like as how I treat uh, treated her, her mom. You know what I'm saying? I, that was really hard to get out. I don't, I don't know why, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I just, um, it's just she, she's, she's got she hit my soft spot, bro. Let me tell you that she definitely hit that. Like don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's different. I tell you that much. Right, for sure. Any other questions? No, man. I'm just uh, excited to see how you change. You know, it happens yeah. to all the, the yeah. You know, at, at some point, you know, you just go through this change. So uh, I'm just yeah. excited to see how you grow, Alex. You know, because you're already an emotionally intelligent, you know, person way more than anybody else. I feel like on the call. So I feel like it, it's just going to be amazing watching you grow through that. You know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm ready for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm super excited. Like I said, this is, like I said, this is probably just God's way of saying, you know, I, I needed her in my life. You know what I'm saying? It's just the missing piece mm-hmm. I needed. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, where life takes us and then the memories we we make. You know what I mean? So I'm excited for about sure. all that. We are excited to see her grow and to see the type of person you become with that. So congratulations again, my man. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Yeah, couldn't be more happier for you. <laughs> so, let's move on to part two. We'll talk about uh, childbirth. So, uh, I'm going to come to you, Keandre. Coming first, it's a question. I want you to share your experiences of you know uh, your wife's childbirth and any trauma or backstories or stuff like that. Reviews from a dad perspective, from your perspective. Well, let's start honestly about the the months the moment when you kind of know that you're gonna have a baby because it's different you know from a guy and you're just trying to like um wrap your head around you're about to have a baby Mm. your wife your wife or whatever your girlfriend whatever she is at the time and she's like hey i'm pregnant from that moment, you kind of are like, ah, I'll have a baby now, you know. Right. Um, and then you 
you do like we were saying earlier you know you you start to look at books or look at the app on your phone oh he's uh a pear or he's an orange or he's as big as an avocado right you start to look at all those things and all the little fruits they like to uh to to use um to show you how big he is but i know my uh personally my experience for my first one was very stressful and i know you we've talked about it you know personally but uh my wife's um the day she gave birth to my first son was like an emergency c-section mm-hmm. so to me um my first one was like the middle of the night and she uh got woken up from a kick while she was nine months pregnant the kick actually ruptured um her placenta so she was like bleeding in the middle of the night and to make a long story short she had to be rushed to the hospital i drove her i drove her myself um and she didn't even have pants on she just had towels around her waist she was bleeding and she was nine months pregnant and i was just like yo let's just get in the car let's mm-hmm. just <laughs> i'm not about to wait for the ambulance i'm not about to wait i was i called the 911 and was like what did what do i do um they're like oh well you can call it in but you know what i'm good i'm gonna go take her myself it's <laughs> <laughs> like we're already in the car now because <laughs> <laughs> like, meanwhile she's in the tub trying to stop the bleeding and we're like trying to talk to the night the emergency 911 people so what i did was i was like hey, let's get in the car i'll take you it was only like a, a 10 minute drive we just i just flew there like phew. um anyways they like put her under so she was asleep she wasn't even awake she didn't mm-hmm. push or anything they just cut her open took the baby out um pretty much and sold her up but i wasn't even allowed in the room for the first one so the first one was super stressful because right. they pretty much was like oh this is an emergency they put her in, they put her to sleep i couldn't even see nothing that was happening so i was mm-hmm. just outside in the middle of the hospital by myself like nobody it was just me i actually cried that day <laughs> it was like 2 3 in the morning i had went around a corner it was so much stress i went around a corner to like a dark side of the hospital in a hallway and i kind of cried a little bit like i was just like so stressed out i didn't know what was going on my wife was like literally getting emergency surgery my baby was like i didn't know what was going on so that one was like the most stressful i've ever been in my life when you talk about childbirth and you talk about mm-hmm. your baby being born but my second one was like hella easy um we just we had an appointment i was in the room i was talking to my wife the whole time she the baby was getting cut out um my wife never gave um birth naturally she always had a c section mm-hmm. so what happened was i uh i was they gave me a chair i put them next to her we were just you know talking about our day um we were talking about food we were about to eat meanwhile they have like the sheet up on her lower side 
And all I could see is like her chest and her head and her neck. Mm -hmm. And the doctors and the nurses were like all from the waist down. And pretty much um, we just had a conversation, like a simple conversation for my son, Caden. And he um, came out. It took like 20 minutes. They gave me the baby. We were holding it. I mean, they were just sewing her back up. And I felt this like relief, like, thank God it wasn't like the first one. Right. First one was hella stressful. Um, I mean, but if, if it's any the, time to be stressful, is that one, right? So, yeah. no, first one. Sorry, I didn't mean um, to cut you off. Go ahead. No, but like, you know, when you talk about the dad, you know, perspective, you know, a lot of moms don't understand um, that we have a lot of emotions too going on. Like, we don't really know. It. We're kind of just, you know, on. What do they say? Like the back burner. They just, it's the mom, the doctor, and the nurses. Those like three um, individuals are like collaborating. And we're kind of just kind of standing there like, hey, if you need me, I'll be back here in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I don't really know what to do. If my wife calls me, I'll run over there and be like, what's up? Whatever you need, you know. It's just that we will never understand what it's like to. Uh, have a baby come out of us and i think about too there's so many there's so many women who actually do it by themselves and then your baby's here and you're in the room and then it's like the afterwards and the baby's like you know getting the checkups and the nurse is going back and forth and your wife can barely even walk and you're just like in the room like kind of i didn't really do anything today except like Make sure my wife was distracted. <laughs> <All right. laughs> sure. But that's kind of how, you know, I took it the day um, my boys were born. Thanks for sharing that, man. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Tyler, same question. Come to you. Ooh. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a hard one to follow. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, so I mentioned earlier, I have three kids. Uh, my first was with, uh, you know, my ex. And uh, it was kind of similar to the heightened trauma that I guess, you know, nowhere on that same level, Keandre, that you just discussed. But the trauma was definitely still there. Um, we went through uh, scheduled induction, you know, kind of the stuff that Alex had mentioned previously, where they, they give you the Pitocin and, you know, uh, it's supposed to force uh, an early birth and or force the, the woman to go into into early labor and, um, you know, move the process along uh, in a safe and manageable way. Um, but that to me did not seem like a safe or manageable way. Uh, they put that the drug into, you know, my ex and it caused uh, a bunch of issues with uh, my daughter, Michaela, and they went into an emergency C-section and like you know, some of the other dads have mentioned when it's going through that motion, it's wildly traumatic and not just for you, but, you know, you got to think about, you know, the, the woman at that point as well. It's just not a great experience. Uh, and so I have two other, <clears throat> I have two other children that I've had with my, my wife now. And when it came time to searching and trying to figure out what we were going to, you know, do uh, when, you got that notice. Okay. You're, you're pregnant. Um, you know, my mindset was completely different. 
my wife uh, already was looking for a more holistic route um, just because uh, we did the research and, uh, you know, black and brown people uh, have a higher death rate when it comes to birth. You know, that alone was was enough for me. Uh, I am in the same boat as you, Alex. I don't know what I would do, uh, you know, without my partner, you know, and she's exactly that, my partner. So I would feel like I was missing a, an entire piece of me and, and that would be in, impossible in my eyes. So uh, you know, we did the research and uh, we stumbled upon uh, hypnobirthing <clears throat> and, uh, you know, my mind was completely blown. Um, you know, you think about mammals as a whole and, you know, how they give birth and, you know, what looks natural. And, you know, every other animal, when they're in that mode or in that that moment, they're in a quiet place, extremely relaxed, you know, nothing really crazy going on. Um, you know, and just like, you know, Keandre just, just explained it was in the room. It was like, you know, you're in the back burner, you're in the back seat, but with hypnobirthing, it's not like that at all. You know, you're kind of like sitting co co-passenger with your wife, you know, along the journey. And, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of at this point, you know, a, a doula, so to speak, you know, because in the moment, you know, you educate yourself on not only different birth methods, but on ways to keep your your partner in that moment relaxed, calm, you know, feeling the things that they're actually supposed to feeling when they're going through a natural childbirth. Uh, and my two boys were both natural, um, no drugs, no nothing. Uh, my wife was a complete animal. Uh, I don't know how she did it. Um, <laughs> she, uh, you know, went through these moments with of labor where it looked like she wasn't even in pain, you know, uh, both of them were, were fairly quick, no, no, nothing longer than a couple hours, uh, as far as labor goes, you know, and, um, as far as delivery goes, I'm sorry. And, and, you know, once that moment was over, um, you know, in one instance, we walked out the next day, uh, in another instance, um, we had to go to the hospital just to get some things checked out, but then walked out, you know, like, like nothing had happened. Um, and once you see it done that way, it completely changes, you know, the way you look at birth and, and how you, you know, you feel like it should be. Uh, so, um, because of that, I am, you know, I'm so changed at this point, you know, that we've started, you know, producing a, a, a natural birth, you know, box or tool, but it's not even, it's not even for natural births, it's for all births. You know, we just want to empower all women and couples to know that they can do it together. They don't have to be, you know, so much of that, that, that backseat that's been mentioned because it really is a, it's a team thing. You know, you, as dads, we don't just stop when you, when you, when you put it in and, you know, you're good to go, you know, like that really, that really, that really shouldn't be how it is because, you know, if you love and you support your your partner the way we all say that we do, you know, it should it should be a team effort. Um, and so, you know, you, you guys will hear more of that from me in the future, you know, about the box and, you know, feel free to follow. I, I put my birth online, uh, you know, uh, so it's up there. You can see the natural birth. It's on YouTube. Uh, and anytime you want to get some, you know, recommendations on ways that you can just continue to help. With the natural birth, you know, uh, reach out to my personal page, the newest new Kirk, and I'll fill you in. But like, it completely changed my mind, and and birth is such an amazing thing, uh, and that's all I got, Vince. <laughs> Look at that. 
No, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That is. Well, my wife would probably tell you to give me all the drugs. So the, the, <laughs> so that's, that's what she would do. Which is okay. It's Which a, is okay, okay, too. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, whatever works for her. All right. Yeah, I think she played um, that shit. Yep, she did not play that <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> but, but our experience, um, it's kind of a, not necessarily a funny story, but it is kind of hilarious how um, we were in Vermont, which is about two hours away from our house, and my wife's water broke at my in-law's house. And for a guy, um, you would think, you know, it would be like, oh, are you okay? You know, let's go do this. Let's let's get our stuff ready, let's try to stay calm and stuff. I immediately ran out the room. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even say anything to her. I just ran and left her. Um, and, w- and with it, with that, I went to go tell my in-laws that our water I broke, right? So uh, we go, we get in the car, talking to the doctors, getting ready. Um, mother-in-law jumps in the back seat for support, which we needed. Um, we start, you know, hitting the highway. I'm literally doing 90 on the highway. Uh, while my wife's having contractions and like she's not necessarily yelling at us but you know she's pretty, pretty upset <laughs> she's like i'm put having contractions. yeah put it nicely she's like i'm having contractions right now no one's talking like you know, myself not my mother-in-law she's like did anybody hear me They're like yeah, yeah, we, we heard you <laughs> we just don't want to get caught by the belly of the beast here on this one so uh, uh like get the to the hospital. The baby is coming. <laughs> Just like we are trying to get to the hospital. Uh so um we we get we get to the hospital, eventually make it, and um you know, she's about one or two centimeters dilated. We go in, it's actually a, a faster birth than I thought, even though it, it took a little while, but that yeah, time flies when you're in a hospital. You know, you, you really think that you're there. Like after the fact, and you're telling people, like, "Hey, um, you know, I was with my wife for 12 hours and hours." But it goes by super quick, from a guy's perspective, not necessarily from mm-hmm. not not from the woman's perspective. From the guy, <laughs> I, I will definitely, you know, have that caveat put in there. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, but you know, yeah, when when she pushed, uh, you know, uh, my daughter Gabriella came out. Um, it put her on her chest. It was a natural birth, and um, she came out eyes wide open, looking at us. We both of us looking at her with our mouths open, and uh, and we had a beautiful baby girl. Uh, for my son, it was a little bit different because um, we we stayed at home because we knew from the doctors who were saying, yeah, if you have a second, you definitely want to stay local. You don't want to go anywhere two hours out because you may not make it. Um, mm. Uh, coming back you may have that baby so we stay local the entire time like close to the birth um wife was just feeling a little bit uneasy at once and then you know we gave a call to the doctor they wanted us to come in and you know she was admitted and, and ready to go um that one was super quick so she got about um uh, doctor came in and was like oh yeah you're like one or two centimeters dilated and then they came back next time oh you're crowning you're like oh shit it's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's here so uh we're ready to go uh but from like a dad's perspective or father's perspective i never felt like i was put on the back burner from like any doctors or nurses or anything of the such always awesome. felt always felt connected with uh 
my wife, you know, obviously just wanted to be there to help her out as much as possible. And initially, um, you know, I told the doctors and it was like, yeah, I want to be kept north of the border here in this birth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go south. But, you know, but the nurses, they insisted, you know, like, hey, hold her leg. You're like, okay, uh, here I am. You're not going to say no, right? So, uh, yeah, holding my wife's leg and just like, oh, do you want to see? You can see the head, or and you're like, oh, okay, I'm here now. I've, I've seen it all. So, um, you know, uh, that that's kind of kind of the process on, on our end. It's a beautiful, beautiful, scary experience because I think as as guys, uh, I hear that recurring thing because yeah. I also ran through my mind what would I do without my wife? I have, mm-hmm. I have no idea what I would do. And it, it was just like, I fucking would be a mess <laughs> to try to raise a kid you know, by, by yourself. I would be doing all this shit wrong. You know, get my gabby, yes. my daughter and everything like that. Being like baggy shorts and J's all day. <laughs> you know, <Facts>. so, <laughs> you know, with a freaking dirty ass diaper because I'm, I'm struggling to change it. So, um, shout out to her. You know, shout out yeah. to all the moms out there. Shout I, know, out, absolutely. I, I know this uh is a it's a, it's a dad podcast, but you are love to mothers and you know what? Yeah, without them there is no dad's podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. where I was going yeah. with that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Vince, two things I want to drop in there real quick. You made good points, right? Um, so, staying staying north of, north of the curtain, right? My mm-hmm. my frat brother, uh, shout out to Mike Purnell. He mentioned uh, early in my in my my life, my my young parent days. He would say, "Look, man, he's like, you know, you about to have this kid, you know, and I know they, you know, you know, want to be down there, and you want to see the miracle of life happen, but remember, you got to look at that spot for the rest of your life." <laughs> <laughs> so so the dads that are faint of heart don't feel ashamed by staying north of the curtain we know what you're trying to do you know and shout out to you for staying faithful in that way we we, we get it you know what i'm saying and i was um, right i was right next to the doctor <laughs> yeah, ready. I was like, open that thing up. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to cut this thing let's go <laughs> and then and then the other quick quick tidbit i wanted to drop in here man hey look all the hospitals that that house these you know partners or dads or you know whatever you are um you know when you're in that room with with the with the wife or the woman or whoever it is you know hospitals do better with that chair that y'all give us oh into a cot Please. Better, cause look, man. For as real. much money as we all pay in taxes, I know you can get me something with a little memory foam or pillow top. Not, not, not only that, something that actually goes longer than like six feet. Right? Oh man, you know you got your feet hanging <laughs> off the side. Like, not everybody over six foot is a baller. We can't afford private <laughs> birth rooms. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. Uh, look out for some of us man <laughs> true story for sure for sure and uh a big big ups to all the doctors and nurses and stuff who do make your uh your spouse you know feel heavily involved as oh, well yeah. show show them that same love that they would uh you know anyone else so so that, that that's a big thing, that's a big thing. Right. alex were you about to say something no no i was i was agreeing with you Okay, got you. Gotcha. <laughs> and also, word of the wise, man, you know, just as a guy, just just always be there. 
like because you you really never know what's going to happen and um from that just being there for the birth and you know that could just work wonders not only for like a memory that will last last a lifetime but just the, that spouse support as well too and, you know just jumping in right to support whenever they need it so it, it can't hurt so just wanted just wanted to put that out there right and with that tyler take us away for the quote of the day all right <laughs> So the quote of the day uh, for this episode, whenever one of my children says, good night, daddy, I always think to myself, you don't mean that. <laughs> we get no sleep. <laughs> no, I'm not about to have no <laughs> Right. Bro, that's crazy. And for that, what are you about to say up? <laughs> I was gonna say, listen, I got a demon child all day, but when he tell me, "Daddy, I love you" at night, I'm like, "Oh, I forgive you." <laughs> uh, hey guys, hey for that, thank you for joining on this special episode, Alex. Congratulations again, Congrats, man. man. We were so happy for you and your baby girl. It was all the blessings to your family. Man, and, appreciate it, man. Thank yes, you, sir. Guys, subscribe, write us. Check out the Instagram page. It's new up and coming. All right. Y'all have a good night. Take care, everybody. All right, man. Good night. Peace.